look, I'm coming in hot <laughs> with the pregnancy and the um, current situation chats, but something that I really wanted to share with you um, is about some place that I never thought I would be in a, it's a frame of mind and I genuinely didn't think that it was something that I would ever have to deal with. So, um, yeah, look, you've seen the title of this episode, but it is, um, I'm talking about prenatal depression and that is like before you have a baby depression and what that kind of looks like. So if you're ever in that position or you have a family member who is talking, he's sharing their state of mind, something similar, then you know how to pick up on it and also how to help that person. This is the Misadventurers podcast hosted by me, Tiffany Rouge. Life is one big adventure and it all starts from taking that one teensy tiny step outside of your comfort zone. I am the first person to admit that being pregnant, getting pregnant was very unplanned in my life plans. I was like, yeah, give me like five or six years and I'll probably be ready. And the thing with life that I have come to learn about myself is that ready is just not achievable. Like there is no such thing as being ready. So you might as well get started before you're ready. Otherwise you're going to be waiting for a day or waiting for something, waiting to feel ready. And that feeling may never come. Right. And I'm way too much of a doer to wait around for that feeling of readiness to come. So here I am making this podcast. Um, but yeah, look, I, when I found out I was pregnant, I was very much not ready. It was the day of my dear friend's wedding of which I was in the bridal party, um, and was planning to have drinks that day, had had a beautiful mushroom journey a couple of days previously, very not in a state of mind or a state of life that was ready to start thinking about the transition of what my life would be like if I was going to bring another person into this world. And don't get me wrong, right? I made the decision that I wanted to have kids, gosh, in 2020. So like three years ago, right? And I knew, cool, I'm going to drink the can and I'm going to go, cool, here's a baby that I want to have, but I'm going to kick that can metaphorically, not the baby, um, a little bit further down the road because I want it, but I don't want it right now, right? So I'm going to keep pushing, pushing it, you know, as far as I can as far away from my current situation as I can get it because I don't think I'm ready, right? And then um, I got pregnant and that feeling of rising anxiety within myself every time I thought about it happened. Fee, the father of this child, was over the moon and I am like, ah. Here's a problem that I really don't want to have to deal with, right? Like I was looking at this situation, at the being pregnant as a problem because I, what I understand now is that I was very attached to my life the way that it was because things in my life have been really good for some time, 
Like I'm going on three years, moved back in Australia, absolutely loving where I'm living, where the business is going, where my job's taking me. Like I am in this state of like, yeah, things are cool. Things are really great, right? Like I'm grateful every single day for what I have. I'm grateful to be in a place of appreciating the security, the love that I have in my life, the money that flows into and out of. You know, everything is going good. I got a sticker that I'm looking at right now that said life is good. And I felt that, right? I I was in love with my current situation. There was no way it could get better. So thinking about this problem that I had, which was two things. First of all, what am I going to do? And second of all, how am I going to deal with this if I don't want to keep it, right? Because I know it would make my partner, it would make Fee very sad. Like, would we even still be together if I was to not have this baby? What would life be like if I did have this baby. Now, while all of these things are happening, right, I'm looking at how my life is going to change. And I'm also observing my partner's life and observing his habits, being very critical and judgmental of the way he spends his time, what he chooses to input into himself and do all of these things and being really judgmental around what type of father he's going to be because of who he is right now. And look, I still don't know what kind of father he's going to be, but it's something that was really weighing on my mind because it was like, okay, how can I gauge what kind of father he's going to be? Is is this the type of person that I want to have a baby with? Or if I do have this baby and he is not the father he I want him to be, now I'm stuck with a baby. You know, my life is very different and I have to deal with this situation almost like a burden because this person isn't being who I want them to be. So that was really challenging and there were times where I was, yeah, very much on the brink of wanting to harm myself well not really wanting to harm myself but having thoughts of like what happened right now if I crash this car you know that would actually make my ability to make this decision a lot easier because if I live then obviously the baby's not going to live right and these are horrible horrible thoughts to have right and I'm talking to people about it I'm trying not to think too much about it because every time I think about it, I'd start crying and get really depressed or get really sad and just have to continue on with life because I still have a job. I still have um, to do breath work. I, I still have to hold space for other people. So whilst my mind is in this frame of like, what the fuck am I going to do with this situation, right? And poor Faye, he's very much like, but like – it's a baby. This is going to be the best thing ever. Like, why wouldn't it be the best thing ever? And I found it really hard because I really felt the burden and the weight of what it was going to be like to carry this thing in the future. So I stopped enjoying my life. I stopped feeling the love from 
the people who I normally feel love from, the, the, I stopped appreciating where I was and what my life was like because of this massive, massive change that was going to happen, right? And every time I pulled a card, it would bring it back to the intention that I set when I decided that I wanted to be a mum, that I was okay with having kids one day and knowing that this was actually what I wanted, right? So deep down, I knew I really wanted this, but the logistics, <laughs> the burden, the carrying, the future of what this was going to look like really made me scared and scared to the point where I'm saying hurtful things to my partner. I'm talking about having abortions. I'm talking about whether or not I want to be in a relationship. And I saw my entire life falling apart, regardless of whether or not I had this child or not. Right. And for me, it was like, if I do this, my life's going to fall apart. If I don't do this, my life's going to fall apart. Right. And it was really hard to find a way out where things were going to be okay. And that was the hardest thing, right? So like I'm getting emotional because that's how I like truly, truly felt. So if you are in this point or if you've felt something like this or you're seeing someone communicate signs of not feeling like there is a way out and that any situation, any any choice that I make or that, that, that you make or that they make is not going to end well, well, then here are these signs. You know, that's a sign of that downward spiral that isn't particularly great, that is leading towards prenatal depression. And I guess I'm quite fortunate because I knew I was sort of like teetering on the edge. You know, I was in this state of like unhappy and unhappy for several weeks. But then I went to the hospital and they asked me to do like a mental health questionnaire. And it said like in the last week, you know, how many times have you felt X, right? And like there was X, like suicidal thoughts, like um, things will never get better, right? And so there were different scenarios for each of those things. But I filled in the questionnaire and it came up that I was at risk of having prenatal depression. And the nurse was like, I highly encourage you to go and speak to a doctor and get a mental health care plan. Because you know, the, the hospital will take care of you up until the point that you have the baby, but then after you have the baby, there's no one talking to you after that. Whereas if you have a doctor, a GP, or and they can help you find someone that you can talk to about all this stuff, then they're going to be working with you throughout the whole thing. So even after you have the baby, you have the ability to speak to someone, right? And know that there is always someone to speak to. Like if you're feeling these things that I have been talking about, there is always someone that you can go, someone that you can speak to about these things, right? About what you're feeling. So if you're thinking, shit, who do I even talk to about this? I can't talk to my family and friends about it. There is always Beyond Blue. They will always help you. Panda is another um, national helpline that you can call 
and have a chat with someone. It's called perinatal depression. Yeah, look, if you want to speak to me about it, I will happily once again share. (laughs) I do love talking about all things, um, my journey and how it can help others. So feel free, you know, that is why I get open and real and raw and honest on this podcast for you. So please don't feel like that is um, off the table when it comes to this chat. You know, it is it is always a circle with the Misadventurous podcast. There's always a loop. It's not just me talking to you. You can talk back to me. And if you do, hit me up on Instagram at Tiffany underscore Rouge. Um, there's multiple ways to get in contact with me. Um, but yes, please do remember that there is always someone to speak to about this. Look, I know that feeling. I've been in that feeling. What I did with it, right, was I made the choice and it helped. It really did help to make the choice, but I had to keep making the choice for it to be okay. And that choice was bringing curiosity back into this situation of what if it all worked out? What if things turned out good? What if this baby that I'm having is the luckiest thing ever, right? And when I made that choice, and I think it's really beautiful because I've trained myself to be able to look for reinforcement of a positive choice that I've made, right? that whole, what if this was a lucky baby, that got reinforced and reinforced to me until I started to believe it, until I started to believe that this is actually a good thing. And this is the power of your mind. It is incredibly amazing at what you set yourself to it. And if you are someone that has a strong mind, but just find yourself in this situation, I urge you to make that choice and to look for those positive reinforcements the universe will send you to help you remember that you are always going to be looked after, that the universe has incredibly got your back, never in the way that you think it's got it, but the universe has got you. And so, yeah, right, like it got to the point, someone said to me that like, you know, in their culture, they believe that babies are born with the bread underneath their arm. They come with blessings. And I thought, wow, what if I believed that? So I'd I'd, I'd, like, before that person said that to me, I I thought about what if I chose to believe this was a good thing? What if I chose this was going to be a beautiful blessing in my life? And then he said that to me and I thought, holy crap. It's not just me that thinks it. Here's one little instance. And then um, we get let off from so many things. I get the whole road to myself when I go traveling, mate. This is a very lucky baby. I'm finding even more little tiny moments where this baby is bringing me good luck. (laughs) To the point now where I go, oh, yeah, that's right. Lucky baby. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And it, it, it really did help to share and to be able to talk about it with my partner, right? To tell him about my choice and let him help me reinforce that belief, that question of it being a lucky baby. And him going, yeah, what about this? This, this was really lucky that happened to us. It only could have been the lucky baby. And by really accepting 
that it was going to be a lucky baby and accepting this situation that I was in, right? Not looking at the mum that I'm going to be, not looking at the childbirth that I'm going to have, really accepting that I am pregnant at X amount of weeks, that my body is a miraculous work of art that knows exactly what to do, even though I am not feeling like I know what the fuck I'm doing, it's still creating a baby. And that's all that matters, right? Like that presence is so, so important. So if you're at this point where you're like, fuck, I don't know what kind of mum I'll be. I don't know what kind of dad he'll be. I don't know what my situation's going to be like in six months' time when I pop this thing out. Don't worry about that. You're going to have a lucky baby. Everything else is going to work out. So just bring it back into the now. And I've said it multiple times, right? But like trying to find those little moments of good will help remind you that life is good. And so now I once again think life is good. And yes, life is challenging because I got to get up every hour and go move my body. I got to deal with some weird lack of energy, reverse vampire, um, energetic things going on because my body needs more rest than I normally would. And when the sun goes down, I won't sleep, right? So these are just hot, like new things that I have to introduce to my new normal routine, but this is where I'm at and this is life, right? And so now I'm actually quite excited. Look, I wanted a girl, didn't get it. I'm having a boy, but I'm still really excited because I hear they're easier and I'm all for easy first time things. So (laughs) yeah, look, I don't feel like this was my choice of when to have it, but I chose long ago that I wanted to be a mum. And the thing with the universe is that you always get what you want. You always, you know, like I put the intention out, like I wanted to have kids. But where we get tripped up when it comes to manifesting is the time frame. When we try and put a time frame on what we're trying to manifest, that's when like shit goes sour. But if you stay in this point where you're like, cool, I want this thing. I don't know what's going to happen, but I truly believe that it'll happen. So I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing that make me feel good. Then the universe sorts itself out in its own time. So, yeah, I just wanted to say um, I love you. You are an incredible work of art. Um, particularly if you are a mum or if you're thinking about being a mum and you're unsure, don't let this perinatal mental health scare you because everyone's situation is very different, but there is always people to talk to about it. One thing that really helped me was talking to other mothers about the whole situation and particularly mothers who kind of got it and were on the same level as me. But once again, there is the Panda National Helpline, which um, operates Monday to Saturday. You can give them a call on 1300 726 306. 
if you want to have a chat with them about your perinatal health. And then there's also Beyond Blue. You can call them on 1300 46 36 Lifeline on 1311 14. And you can even chat to a counsellor online at beyondblue.org.au if you want to have a chat or literally hit me up because I will love to have a chat with you. Okay, sending you so, so much love. Well, that's almost it from me here on Misadventurous. If you dig what you hear and want to keep up to date with every single episode of the Misadventurous podcast, hit subscribe however you're listening to this right now. And if you want to be even more of a legend and help other wayward adventurers find this path, I'd love it if you head on over to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. Go on, five stars for all that positivity, right? So until next time, and don't forget, it's the small choices that we make every single day that build up to that big change that you're working towards. So stay with it. Mm